0: Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the Cutting Out Early podcast for this week, September 8th, 2020. How is everyone doing out there? Max Major, Alex Knuth, Zach Montgomery.
3: Gentlemen, how are we today? We're all here. We are all here. Big draft day. Big draft day. Yes, it is. I'm doing my draft right now. (laughs) <laughs> the show's
0: going on. You, you guys have a draft coming up soon, right? Like a thirty minute? seconds, thirty yeah, seconds, oh counting down.
4: We're gonna be doing it live during the show, so if you hear an interruption, that's what it is. Yeah, this is a uh, little draft jingle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's gonna be kind of fun, actually. I think that'll throw a nice uh, little uh, nice addition to the show as a uh, nice little break. From our conversation, it'll and be fun. I mean, we're going to
4: be covering fantasy football a lot this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. It's, it's a
4: big football episode.
0: Well, we got football starting in two days uh, from when we're recording
4: this Thursday night. What's the What's the first game? That's uh, Houston at Kansas City. Oh, baby, let's go! Jeez, we got football starting. Baby, it, no, Welcome it, to the best day of
0: the year. <laughs> draft day. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's really cool because, like, I mean. You know, obviously everyone loves football. It's the biggest sport. The second biggest sport in the U.S. is the football offseason. But this year is different. It, it really feels different because of coronavirus, because of COVID. We're all stuck at home. We've had so much time without sports. But now we've had fo- We've had you know, basketball, hockey, and baseball. They're back, and they're doing their thing, which is great. But we're getting football and that's the real deal so here we go boys yeah we go. We, we're starting wait, we're excited. Wait, wait, I'm excited breaking news breaking news <laughs> we need
4: a sounder so i have the second pick in our draft and the first pick just went and it was ezekiel elliott i thought christian mccaffrey was the guaranteed number one pick in every draft i was fully prepared to draft saquon and now i think i have to draft cmc oh you
3: have to <laughs> i have 45 seconds you have to Do I have to? Big decisions. I
4: think he's due for regression,
3: and I think Saquon is due to take over. Shoot. I think Saquon will have a better year this year than he had last year, but I don't think he had that great of a year last year. He was
4: sixth in uh, PPR leagues, and he was hurt for quite a while.
0: Well, we got the draft to take us through a lot of the show. It's <laughs> going to be a fun component. There was Division One football last weekend. Obviously, the NFL is starting up soon. There's a bunch of other stories. We're going to spend a lot of time on sports. I even honestly want to talk about the Tigers a little bit. I know it wasn't on the show sheet. I'd like to spend a little bit of time on that. Um, the, the Djokovic story from the uh, U.S. Open, the, the tennis tournament going on right now, uh, being ejected after a uh, little incident on the court. Um wow. we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, there's a few other uh, stories that I want to talk about as well. Dr. Dre uh, getting a divorce. <laughs> His ex-wife wants a lot. I think she has a spending money problem. <laughs> we can, we can kind of dissect that later. Um, a bunch of other stuff, too. And... The big thing today is the best steaks in Michigan. We've been teasing it now for the past week or two. Huge thing. Yeah. Alex is here. He's going to give his take. I'm going to give my take. That's my thing. We all know that. I mean, I think I've said it in the show before. You, I've been made fun of for it. Um, that's my food of snobbery, the steak. The steak. The well, steak.
4: one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever. It's the top one. It has to be. But I, we, we got a little uh, list compiled here. Um, of the steak places in the state of Michigan, as well as, like, butchers, too. So if anyone has any other suggestions that they want to throw out to us, um, please do at the Cutting Out Early podcast on Twitter. It's actually at Cutting Out Early. Instagram is CuttingOutEarly.podcast, and then we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor.fm. If you want to send us an email, go for it, cutting out Early dot podcast at com. send us whatever you got we're going to be doing that topic later
4: today but boys your draft is starting have you, has anyone made a pick yet i did i went with cmc at number two Ooh. it was one of the hardest decisions <laughs> i've ever made <laughs> i really wanted to take saquon but i just i don't know it was like a gift you, yeah no a you gift. have to take that you have to take that i have to now i mean it's going to be very interesting uh, this draft. Uh, so we got just to give some background. We got a 12-man draft. This is a half-point PPR league, uh, snake draft. So I had the second pick, and now I'm going to have what the 23rd pick, something like that. Where are you drafting, Zach? I know you're in this. Uh, yeah,
3: I'm. A, I'm 11, so I'm. I'm coming up. I'll have to make two picks in a row. But uh, that's so. What's what... what's your strategy? Because you're going to have 11, and
4: then you're also going to have 14. So yeah, my... you might get a low-end running back there, or you might be able to go two high-end wide receivers back to back.
3: These next two picks are kind of big for me, but uh, we'll see. I I don't like Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and I don't like Miles Sanders this high. I think they're good second-round picks. I don't like them first-round. So those are my two best options coming up right now. So we'll see. We'll I'm, see.
4: I'm liking Austin Eckler for you. That's who I would go with if I was in your honestly. That's in,
3: not a bad one. If I was in, in your draft
4: position or Aaron Jones.
3: The problem is, is they have a new quarterback in uh, L.A. right now. So Tyrod, right? Yeah, Tyrod, throw some picks, Taylor. Sports, 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 sports. So then check down Philip Rivers. Yeah, check down Philip Rivers, padded uh, uh, Eckler's stats all last year. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm up well, next. act. one of the unique features of <laughs> who's up to draft? Oh, I'm sorry, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> You can keep it on. It, it adds
0: a little something to the show. It'll probably keep your attention, too, because then you know when you have to pick if you're in the middle of an intense conversation here in the show. Um, but um, NFL Week 1 begins this Thursday. Um, it's a different season, obviously. But one of the big things that's actually a little different this year, there's no preseason games. It, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, no one's really talking about that. But we have not had any preseason games. Is this the way it should be every year? Or, or, or do there need to be some changes? Do you think there will be changes now that we're going through a year without preseason football, which people have said is a joke anyway? The starters play what the, the the first maybe five minutes, the first few possessions in the in the first game or two. They play a lot in the first half and the third game, but even so, it's not that important. At least in my opinion, I don't think it does much for the season. Anything it just you know potentially gets people hurt before the season starts. So that's just my thought. I, I'm fine with no preseason games. I I
3: think that there is some value to them because the the preseason gives you a little hype before, before the before the real season starts. For the you fans know? or the players? Both. It gets the juices flowing. You know what I'm saying? It gets you thinking about football, and it it gets you uh you know just in the mindset. You know?
4: Yeah, I'm borderline because on the one hand, every year I get really tired of the preseason by week four. I'm like, this is enough. I. Like, I just want real football to start, and it's not like I watch the preseason games anyway. No. but Well, I watch bits and pieces. If the starters are playing. But I at well. the same time, this year, I'm thinking, wow, like, we're just jumping right into football. It's kind of weird. I almost want the preseason to sort of build some hype. So maybe, like, two weeks of preseason would be enough. It just it feels strange, you know? And I do understand that the team's do play some value, but I think the value really comes with those fringe players, the players who maybe they'll make the roster, maybe they won't, and so you kind of need to do some talent evaluation for them. But other than that, I would be perfectly fine if we just got rid of the preseason every year just like this year. I think I'd be okay with it. Well,
0: they've discussed it for for a while now, but, I mean, it's all money. We're not going to. They need the TV deals. They have all those for the four preseason games, and it's not something the owners want to give up. So, that's why i think it's held on for as long as it has <clears throat> but either way i don't think it adds much to the season i i think it's a detriment maybe one or two but four please and i hope this season will change that and even throw in two more regular season games make it an 18 game season
4: yeah you know i mean that's oh, I a possibility the players, i don't
3: think the players are a fan of that probably not I, I think
4: 16 games is fine for a regular season
3: yeah i agree it it almost if you add too much it almost becomes like a it it dilutes a, a game. You know what I mean? It, it, for I think at 16 you're still at the point where every game sort of matters, especially toward the end of the season. And if you start adding games it starts becoming like baseball where it's like, "Oh, you know, I could be, you know, you know, five games less than 500, but hey, if I have a good second half <laughs> of my season, I'm fine. It's you know? not going to happen. We'll in just football. kick it into
4: gear later. We wow. already have teams that rest all their starters the last week or two of the season if they have their playoff spot. Well, that's true, up. too. Yeah. So if you make it longer, I think you're only going to see more of that. Maybe well, in the middle of the season, you give, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. a, a week off because he's got a. You know, a lame hamstring. But he could normally play if it wasn't a twenty-game season. Fantasy players season. will be pissed. Exactly. <laughs> Man, that'd be a disaster. Every, every game has to matter. I think in football. Sp- yeah. In a sport where you only play once a week, every game has to matter. Yeah.
0: I, I have a feeling that this season is is going to change preseason somehow. That's that's just my thought. I I don't think we're going to go back to that normal four-game format. It
4: should though. I don't. The players don't like it that much. Well, and I don't think the I don't, t- I don't I mean, think the TV deal is that valuable. I mean, no, like I said, no, like very few people watch preseason football, especially weeks one and two. So if you cut it to a two-game preseason, that's not losing very much value on a TV deal. The TV they value, want as much money as they can get. The TV value is regular season games. I, I understand. They that. just package that in there. Well, I I don't know. I, I, I get there's a lot of
0: moving parts behind it, but, I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, it, it's it's different. It's definitely different this year, and I don't mind it one bit where it's, we're just jumping into the season. So, it, hey, it's fine. Whatever they do, they'll do, and they're going to follow the money, as they I always mean, do every year. So I it not, is
3: what it is. It's the NFL. I may not know the exact stats behind this or anything like that, but I, it does have some value for the players that are on the fringe, right, that have something to prove to make the team. I don't know. I think the big names, obviously, I don't care for it too much because it's just they're on the team. They don't need to worry about it. They just need to worry about being injured. But, the, you know, like, you know, the fourth string running back who needs a job next year, sure. preseason is some value to him. So.
0: Uh, Alex, what are some of the bigger stories this week coming up in the NFL? There are a few things oh, that I know are are uh,
4: people are talking about. So we, we can do this one of two ways. I think the way we should do it is we should just start by talking about what some of our favorite matchups are this week and the storylines that go along with those. So of course we have the Thursday night game, the first game of the season, that's going to be huge. That's Houston at Kansas City, Thursday night at 8:20 on NBC. And that's interesting cuz it's the battle of the two highest paid quarterbacks. Only recently this has happened in the NFL cuz you've got Patrick Mahomes, the what is it, 400 or 500 million dollar man. Going up against Deshaun Watson, who just inked his deal last week. Uh, He just signed a deal, four years, 160 million dollars, to make him the highest-paid player in the NFL by uh, average salary. Wow, 40 million dollars a year. What's Mahomes on average? You know, like 38 and a half. That's a
2: money shot. That's a money
4: shot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mahomes is like 38 and a half, and Deshaun Watson's is like 39. Oh, I see. Is what it ends up being. He just barely eked him out. I love watching Mahomes.
0: I, I mean, ever since I saw him throw that left handed pass like two years ago, his first his first season,
3: I, I just said to myself, This this guy is special. he's it's so fun to watch. The entire offense is awesome to watch too. That's it's, true. It is great with Tyreek Hill and then and, and all and George Kittle not Kittle, sorry. Jeez. Uh what's his name? The, the, Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yes. yeah. The tight end. Very fun offense to watch. I think everyone roots for 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 that team when they're on the field. So, Speaking Absolutely. of George
4: Kittle, I just drafted him.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> good, good for you. Good for you, dude. I went with Kenyon Drake with my second pick. I I, I didn't oh, I like it. last year. I didn't like it, but it was a riskier one, and I kind of had to go for it.
4: I think he'll be good in Arizona this year. I think he'll I think he's going to improve cuz he was really hot at the end of last year when he got traded from the Dolphins I think Yeah right? yeah and I once they, they traded away uh, David Johnson or didn't sign him or whatever it was and I think now that he's the guaranteed number 1 he's going to be I mean, although he is in an air raid offense, which certainly doesn't help him, but they, they uh, got to pass their running back too, I guess. Hopefully, yeah, they got to change it up sometimes, right? <laughs> well, I still want to. I still want to get to some of those stories, but the
0: Bears play the Lions at one o'clock on Sunday this weekend. Uh, the Bears and the Lions. I am again this year, and I'll make my prediction right now. As far as the record goes, they're going to be I, battling for last place in
3: the <laughs> NFC North. Is that your prediction? N- no, not
0: necessarily. <laughs> They're going to be battling right for that sweet spot in the middle. You know, like the 6-10, and 7-9, 8-8 and, 9, 8 and 8 area. You know, they're not rebuilding, but they're definitely not good enough to get into the playoffs and make something happen. Right in the middle ground where absolutely nothing happens. The Lions are good at one thing. It's making sure nothing happens with the end of their season. No playoffs and no rebuild. It's just kind of, you know, a purgatory situation. They're just kind of hanging out. You know, the Fords are having a good time, having a little fun experiment with their guys. And seeing the team play, and you know, I'll pass the team on to my daughter, and I'll I'll pass it on. She'll pass it on to her daughter. It'll just be like a family heirloom, going back to back. And we're gonna be eight and eight every season. We're gonna be kind of good, but really not really. But hey, people are
3: okay with that, right? I mean, I guess so. They they still sell tickets somehow, but. <laughs> Six and ten. I think the six Bears... Six and ten. You're, you're calling six and six ten. Six and ten. I, I, think, I think they're going to do nothing special
0: this year. I think it's going to be another joke and another frustrating season. Six and ten. Nothing's <laughs> going to change. So it's going to be the same old Lions. S-O-L, baby. Every single time
3: the season finishes, S-O-L. I, the thing about the Lions is their their offense has to be fun to watch, right? As long as Stafford stays healthy, like they're, they're going to have a decent offense for you to watch. But... Um, I, I think that, I think the defense is going to just, I don't even know, like handcuff them. I don't even know. Like it's just, they, they can't get past how bad that defense is and they didn't make any improvements this year. So they were last in the NFL and then they didn't make any improvements. Well, here's, here's the big
0: question. Um, with Stafford, what's, what season is this now for Stafford? Like, like 13, 12, 13, something like that. Something around Something like that. He was drafted yeah. after the uh, 0-16 season, which was 2009. So I guess this is the 11th or 12th season. H- how much more is he going to play?
3: I mean, how much more is he going to be with the Lions? How many more years? I mean, not too many, but it, he, Do we have he, any? Proved, he proved last year that when he's healthy, he can play.
0: I, I, I just have to imagine that... If Stafford was going to do something with the Lions and help them get to a playoff win, a playoff win, he would have maybe done it by now. Do you think there's going to be some type of resurgence this season or next season or however many seasons he has where he can actually win a playoff game? I've I've totally lost hope. And it's too bad because it's going to have to start all over again with a new quarterback and a new system. I don't think Stafford is at the age where he's going to be able to make any significant improvements, where compared to where he already is. He's he's a good quarterback, but he's not a playoff winner. It's
3: just a fact. Well, let me let me let me say this. Maybe he doesn't need to make improvements. I don't think he needs to make improvements i think it's the team around him that needs to be improved
4: i would agree with that 100
3: so I, it, I what you can do with an older quarterback is as long as they're willing to not be the highest paid quarterback you know the pat mahomes or the deshaun watson is you can build around them a team that can actually win even with even when they're not necessarily on the upslope but hasn't he had that before he he had
0: that in 2013 um, I mean, the season he passed for over 5,000 yards. He had a good team around him. He had a good defense. He had a very
3: strong defense. So, With Sue, he was able to control the defense. I, they, did, they were one of the best defenses in the league. I hear this argument a lot, and how many years did, I don't know, New Orleans have a great team around Drew Brees? How many years did, you know, any other team, like you can look at any team, It's just because you gave him one year... Doesn't mean he deserves. It was a few. Like two or three. Just because you gave him two or three years doesn't mean he should have taken you to the Super Bowl. He's had
4: far fewer opportunities than any other top tier quarterback out there. Far fewer. Exactly. He's had not nearly as many opportunities.
3: Everyone always is like, oh, what are you doing in that playoff game? It's like, well, some uh, quarterbacks have like. 15 playoff games that they can go off of, you know? After, like,
4: after 12 years, you'd think you'd yeah, run he into one. Tw- he hasn't had 12 years of playoffs. He also hasn't had 12 years of constant improvement of the team around him. The Lions' talent has been like a roller coaster. Some years it's up, some years it's down. Yeah, but you'd think you'd run into one by now. Right? One playoff win? How about in the Lions, you know, how many year history? We haven't had any luck. We haven't had a playoff win since the 90s. Well, that goes That's to show Stafford's the best quarterback that the Lions have probably ever had.
3: Look I at, know, but he's only responsible for about half that time. Look at New Orleans. Like, Drew Brees has had a great team around him year after year. He goes to the playoffs all the time. He doesn't win every time he goes to the playoffs, but it's not him, it's the team around him that helps him do that.
4: It also I, helps having quality coaching. Sean Payton's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yeah. What, would, what would you call Matt Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> or Jim Caldwell. Big, we can go down call the line. Or Jim Schwartz. <laughs> Bunch of winners. How about his GM?
0: The point is, I, I don't think for the few years that Stafford has left in the league that there's even going to be time to build a team around him to be successful. I, I just, it's unfortunate, but I feel like a lot of his talent was wasted. And I think at this point, He's just not going to do anything
4: else. Well, did you hear Stafford's comments this past week? What? so what say? Someone on an NFL Network somewhere was talking trash about him, and uh, <laughs> he texted Nate Burleson, who is a uh, a commentator uh, for for one of the networks. It's the NFL Network, yeah. Is NFL Network, yeah. And he texted him. He said, "Hey, talk to your boy and tell him I'm going for the MVP this year." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or actually, I remember someone on the NFL Network was saying Stafford could be a dark horse candidate. For the MVP, and Stafford texted Nate Burleson and said, "Tell your boy, I'm not a dark horse. I'm winning it this year." <laughs> you're not only
1: crazy, you're dumb. I don't...
4: <laughs> no way. You don't no think so? No way. I like the confidence. You I can't know. win without confidence. You don't go into a season go, eh? I'll give it my best, and maybe I'll win the MVP, and think... then and then stumble your way into the NFL MVP award. <laughs> I have no problem with him saying it. I just don't think it's going to
3: happen. Okay. Do you think it's going to happen? Mm. You want to put some money on it, Zach? What, him winning the MVP? Sure. I feel like that. They, I gotta have some odds in my favor. I'll give favor. you some odds. Yeah, I, I would do it with odds. What odds do you want? I want plus
4: five hundred at least, or I'm actually, not doing
3: that. I gotta be completely I honest. I guarantee with you those guys. are way better odds. <laughs> <than> I have <laughs> no idea what that means. <laughs> five to one. It
0: means a five to one payout. Uh, okay. Five to one
4: payout. No, if, we, we can talk about it. off
0: the Well, ear. let's see what the.
4: Uh, <laughs> actually, Matthew Stafford's odds are fifty to one. So. Uh, so you'd be getting a steal if you gave me 5-1 to one odds. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I want at least 10-1 to one now.
0: Oh, no. Forget it. Forget it. No. I'm,
4: That's still a steal.
0: I'm not the internet. I have different odds. I'll give you 10-1 to one odds. No, 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 no. I'm anyway, saying I'll give you 10-1 to one odds. What do you mean? What? What? If I pick Stafford? Sure. I'm not picking Stafford. I'm picking against him. No. Oh, okay. Too bad. He's not going <laughs> to... Listen, the point is, I don't think the Lions have made any improvements significantly this off season to warrant any type of optimism that they're going to make the playoffs oh, or even no. be successful
4: in that. No, no, I don't think they're going to okay, do that. So at least we're on the same page. No, with them. it's yeah. going to be just—they're going to be just good enough that we're going to have to question whether Bob Coin and Matt Patricia are sticking around another year, even though Martha Darth uh, Martha Marth Vader. Marth Vader
3: Firestone Ford. She doesn't own it anymore though. Well, there, there's it's another the other, ex- there's the another other excuse daughter. to keep them. <laughs> it's
0: around the going. daughter. No, but they have to be. In playoff contention this year. That's the expectation. Whatever what else. that means. Yeah, exactly. Whatever that means.
4: Is 8-8 remember that? playoff contention? I don't think so. 8-8. I don't think do you, so. Do you remember that whole
0: situation where they mailed those letters to the season ticket holders and explained to them that we have these expectations for the se- for the season. We have the coaches on notice that they better improve this year or else they're out of here. And it was just a pathetic attempt to try to save face after a, a, a abysmal finish last year. I thought it was so. pathetic. I do remember that, that it was, was so pathetic. Very pathetic. Did anyone watch um, Division One football, staying on kind of the football topic? Because we get we move
3: we have so many stories today. That's fine. We got lots of football to talk about. We do. <laughs> we do. Did anyone watch uh, college this weekend? I didn't. This I watched I watched actually the first weekend.
0: Um, well, you and I were mentioning how you know during that time watching college football, it was just surreal. You know, I mean, yeah. putting on the TV and seeing live college football Is with it? fans. Yeah, I
4: know. But we had it's the crazy. first we had the first Division 1 games this past weekend. The well, first true. one. First one was Thursday night. It was UAB versus uh Central Arkansas. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. I so I watched bits and pieces of that game just to just to watch some football, just to get into it. Sure. I mean, after that, I haven't I haven't watched much. I watched some of the BYU game the other night where they crushed Navy. That was very disparaging for navy 55 to three yeah they just crushed god i don't know zach are you glad that msu is not flying out to provo this year to play byu they looked incredible
3: i didn't watch the game so i i looking at the score probably because Navy's usually not uh, like a slouch team yeah they did
4: lose their quarterback they lost their star quarterback but still 55 to 3 is
3: yeah no that's that is tough yikes I'm also on the clock right now, so. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, guys. We won't, we won't bother you, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Alex, you and I can have the discussion. Okay.
0: It's it's really it's just cool. It's it's so cool to be able to see this this year after everything that's gone on to be able to watch some college football and D one starting up. And, and let's go, come on. And this on, week, let's keep it rolling. This
4: week, there are some games I actively want to watch. You know, really. It's not it's not UAB, Central Arkansas, or you know SMU versus Texas State or something like that. We've got <laughs> Notre Dame playing. We've got Clemson playing. We've got Texas, Florida State, Oklahoma, Miami playing. We got some good, good teams. Notre Dame's taking on Duke. I'm lo- really looking forward to that one. You know, my mom's In huge... basketball? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was talking about Duke and basketball.
0: No, no. That's no, about no. it. No football. But how
4: good is Duke in football? Oh, not good. Notre Dame's know, favored so. by twenty. But I get oh, to geez. watch Notre Dame play football. Number I'll take, ten.
0: I'll take Notre Dame, give Duke the points.
4: My God. No, I I don't know. Don't you think they'll be a little rusty first week out? Take the big points.
0: I don't think Duke has anything. I, I don't. I, I think it's gonna be a blowout.
4: a Complete blowout. We've got Clemson and Wake Forest. That's a conference game, and Clemson's favored by thirty three points. <laughs> who, who are you <laughs> taking? Um.
0: With the points,
4: I'll take Clemson honestly. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think they're gonna come come out fired up. You know, Dabo doesn't give a shit about the COVID. <laughs> Just, just all in the past
0: now. We're ready for football. <laughs> yeah. Toe meets leather. Noon. It's, it's, it's fun. It is fun. But there are some good games this this uh, this weekend. When are the Spartans playing? Spartans are not playing, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that gonna
4: change soon? What? Big Ten. I don't know. I keep hearing conflicting stories. So today I heard Dan Patrick on the radio say that it just doesn't sound like the Big Ten has enough teams that are willing to play. It sounds like both Michigan schools are out,
3: both Illinois. That's th- not true. That's, that's they, wh-
0: they
4: marched on the diet yesterday at U of M.
0: Jim
3: Harbaugh was leading the that's march. Not, Jim Harbaugh doesn't not, decide if they play. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's
0: got a little bit of an influence. But not, it, it's not, not enough. It's
4: not his decision.
0: And I understand it's not his decision, but the coaches and the players want to play. So if, if, if they think they can and, and they?
4: they realize they can be safe in doing it, I, I think they would change and, and, and play. I mean, again, like I said last time, I think there's a safe way to do football. I think they really can do it. I just don't know if they will. And I don't know if they'll be willing to take that risk, take that you know, that legal risk and all the implication that comes with it. I, I think the fact that – sorry, go ahead. So I'm just telling you what I heard today on okay. the Dan Patrick show is that he said the Big Ten doesn't have enough teams. It sounds like both Michigan schools don't want to play. The Illinois schools don't want to play, so that's Illinois and Northwestern mm-hmm. and – Rutgers didn't want to play. I don't think Maryland wanted to play. So there was enough teams that weren't interested in playing this season that the Big Ten probably won't move forward with it. Is what I heard from Dan Patrick today.
0: Okay. I, I think they're going to play. I, I think there's enough of a public outcry to get them to play. And honestly, I think they're they're facing a little bit of a um, a, a nation a national scale embarrassment for the weird way they made that yeah. decision initially came out way too early where they didn't even realize that they had a vote. And, and it's gotten so much national attention that I, I think that's, I don't know, I think it's yeah, a factor. So, I think it's a factor, and they're going to say, well, the other schools are doing it. They're doing fine. Why not take the chance and go for
4: it? I do agree the Big Ten has looked really, really bad in all of this because the Pac-12, the longest time has been the laughing stock of college football in terms of <laughs> in terms of the administrative decisions that they make. Larry Scott, their commissioner, has been a joke and fans have been calling for him to be fired or resigned for years. I mean he's made so many bad decisions for Pac-12 football that they've just been crying for him to resign for years and years. But our new commissioner, the Big Ten commissioner has one-upped him, and now he's on the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: These guys he, had the job
4: for, the, like, the, six months or something, I right? know. The Big Ten has completely <laughs> replaced the Pac-12 because the Pac-12, when they made their decision to not play football, came out with, like, a 12-page document explaining exactly why they weren't doing it. And whether you agree with the decision or not, they at least had reasons and an explanation to give everyone so that if you had a question, you could refer to the document. The big 10 didn't even know what decision they made. (laughs) They didn't even know they made a decision. Such an embarrassment. I mean, really? That that was crazy. If they had just, if they had made the decision and had full explanation for why they did it and explained, you know, who made the decision, how the voting worked, they took into account everyone's feelings and opinions and, and thoughts on the on the matter, then we'd have a different story, even if they still were not playing football. But they just needed some sort of an explanation. Use your common sense. You'd think so. You'd think it'd be
0: a little more straightforward, but no, we're gonna get this entire rinky dink situation where
3: we're not really sure what's
0: going on and we might play but we're not really sure right I now. Could. We'll see. We'll see. We're just gonna wait a little
3: bit now, we'll see. Maybe the Big Ten will do something where like they have one team play every week that wants to play. I was gonna I heard this somewhere. Where like how would that work? Well like you'll just have like, okay, this weekend Ohio State and Iowa will play. And they wanna play. Or this week just Nebraska like a- Nebraska and what's the name to play because you can't have a real season if almost all of your, uh, almost all well at least half of your uh, Big Ten doesn't want to play. I
0: think if the Big Ten plays, they're gonna get every team. I, I think there's gonna be a decision made where th- this is my prediction. I, I really think by the time October rolls around, every team in the Big Ten is gonna be playing and have games scheduled this year. I, I, I that's my
3: thought. I think it's be gonna too be a late. conference schedule. It's gonna be a conference schedule. The other thing that's kind of not talked about is we need to wait, like, I don't know, a week after all these games go on to see if the spread actually happens like people are scared about. You know, I think that'll make a huge difference.
4: There's been some early response uh, from testing from some of the early games, some of the the FCS games that have played, and there's been no spread. And the spread is not from the games. The spread is from the kids being on practice or being on campus and practicing together and then going back to campus and you know, doing what
3: college kids do on yeah, campus. I heard, I heard Michigan State had a bit of, bit of a spike this week. 124
0: <laughs> Michigan State University students test positive for COVID. Yeah, the ju- school that went online only. It's the, uh, the, they're- It's well, off campus. Yeah. It's,
4: it's East Lansing. Everyone living in their homes and probably partying <laughs> it up.
0: <laughs> Officials do not believe the cases are linked to one particular event, but rather are connected to multiple large student gatherings taking place in East Lansing. Nearly, uh, where did that go? Nearly all of the 124 students who tested positive for the virus live off-campus, according to officials. Uh, President Samuel L. Stanley Jr., the MD, said, This increase in positive cases among students is disappointing, but not unexpected. As students return to off-campus housing, some are attending large gatherings where people are in close contact without an appropriate face covering. This is the easiest and fastest way for the coronavirus to spread. So... Yeah. It doesn't sound like going online really helped. <laughs> I don't. I, I
3: don't think. Well, I, maybe in-person classes would have had less cases. This, this we'll thing never is, know. I, I think it uh, Well, you never know. Going online just took away the responsibility from the university.
0: It, it did, but I also think that going online is is giving people and students more of an opportunity to co-mingle together and get
3: together and 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 kind of do their own things off campus as opposed to going to in-person classes how much of your day took up in person like in-person classes when you were an undergrad well i I mean instead of (laughs) instead of going to do your classes
0: with people or something maybe they're just doing classes together in the same room or something and then just saying hey we'll do classes and drink at the same time kind of make it a whole day You know, oh come on! I guarantee that's happening. Hey, let's let's pour some whiskey. Let's go to class. We'll log in. It'll be fun. We'll play a little you know drinking game with class. Whenever the teacher says hypotenuse, take a <laughs> shot. <laughs> <Hypotenuse>. I'm just <laughs> <Hypotenuse>. <laughs> I don't know. I, but now the uh, latest for athletics: twelve more athletes tested positive last week at Michigan State. Uh, so they're experiencing another little uptick. Uh, But that was from testing from August 29th to this past Sunday, and this was the announcement made today, actually. All 29 MSU athletic staff members who were tested were negative, but uh, 12 more athletes tested positive last week. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Did you hear the uh,
4: statement out of Oklahoma today?
0: No, I did not.
4: Their coach said that they were going to keep all their COVID uh, results private from now on. Nice. They're going to treat it like any (laughs) other injury. Nice. And he cites competitive advantage as the reason.
0: Oh god. Oh, I see. How do you feel
4: about that?
3: Don't play Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't. Know. It's probably
0: not the best practice right now to to keep that private. I think that's a little closed-minded. I, I don't I don't know what the harm is in just letting people know you don't I don't, I guess you don't have to release names, but yeah, I don't just release how many if you have cases
4: Shouldn't people know if you're if you're going to be playing them? Yeah, especially. Yeah, I agree. I don't underst- I mean, this isn't like a sprained ankle. I don't need to know if your running back has a sprained ankle, but <laughs> I would like to know if he has a very a very contagious disease.
0: Um, just to clarify, really quick, it was a 12 Spartan athlete who tested positive, and the 29 uh, athletic staff members, all 29 athletic staff members at Michigan State tested negative. Just to clarify, because um, it was kind of confusing. But either way, yeah, that's I don't know why the Oklahoma's doing that. Doesn't make sense to me. Just don't release the names. Just but people should know.
4: People should know. Uh, anyway, how's your draft going? It's going pretty well. It's who do go- you have, Zach? Who do you have, Alex? Uh, so far I have Christian McCaffrey, Cam Akers, Mike Evans, T. Y. Hilton, and George Kittle. Ooh, I, I think like well, this I, th- I think the team's
3: coming together pretty well. How about you, Zach? I got uh Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake. I robert, i like drake robert woods and odell poop on my chest beckham jr
4: <laughs> <laughs> now the aaron jones pick is interesting because he had 19 touchdowns last year and i don't know if he's gonna have 19 touchdowns again he
3: was also injured last year too wasn't he for a little bit for a short while i believe but
4: the Packers also just drafted AJ Dillon out of uh, Boston College, and he's like a big 230-pound running back. He's yeah. like he's a goal line running back, so he's going to take some of those touchdowns away. They
3: had they had uh, they had somebody for their goal line touches too last year, though. They had uh, they had a backup. You know what I'm talking about, like a bigger running back. Montgomery. Back- no, it wasn't Montgomery. It was somebody. They they had another running well, back. They always have Coon. No, Kuhn. no, it wasn't their <laughs> fullback either. No, they're I- not booing. They're saying Coon. <laughs> When I <laughs> just like Sue. no, I I feel like uh, Green Bay is going to be more of a running team since Rodgers is kind of on the downside, and they only have uh, what's his name as their wide receiver. So Devonte Adams. Adams, yeah, he's their only wide receiver. So there's no talent to go to pass the ball to except Aaron Jones. So that was my take on it.
4: It's not a bad take. It's definitely not a bad take. There was some more NFL I wanted to get into. Yeah, get to it because I want to move to some other stuff too. Number one is the Lions signing Adrian Peterson. I think that's, that's you. We
0: haven't even mentioned that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, I, I was surprised you jumped to college so early because that is some big news, especially in Detroit. I think it's big news across the league. Sure. I mean, Adrian Peterson is a future Hall of Famer, one who spent a, lo- a long time in our division, and now he's on our team. He was on our rival, the Minnesota Vikings. I don't man know. On the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> God. I,
0: that's gonna be a drop, I'm sure. We'll pull that later. There, there's no downside to this. No. Is there any downside Zero. to this? Zero, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I, mean, I, I don't see any negative effect. I mean, if if he's great, great. If he's not, whatever. It's very cheap. Whatever. It's like a little insurance. Exactly. Policy.
4: We signed him for a million bucks. And the only downside is he, he's an old man, so I mean, he might not produce. He might. How old is he, he now? He's thirty five. 5 I believe I heard 34 or 35 I'll double check which is really old for a running back in today's league 35 I mean he is defying the odds by by still playing 35 years old yep so yeah. I mean the one downside is we did have to cut one of our our young I think our 5th round draft pick from this year Huntley or we tried sending him to the practice squad and he got picked up on waivers because we were
3: trying to make roster uh, room for AP but I think that's well
4: well worth it
3: I think I think one of the cons of it. I don't think there's anything bad for signing him. I think the con is that we had to sign him because we had such a strong <laughs> we had such a strong running back room before we had him. We had DeAndre Swift, we had Kerryon Johnson, and Bo Scarborough who, like showed some you know some some flashes in the pan last year, and all those guys are injured or kind of they're worried about injuries. At least for DeAndre Swift and Bo Scarborough, I think is on IR now, but um they're just it, it it's kind of unfortunate that they had to sign him. I think. They had to, and it's a good signing for the situation. But it's also unfortunate that we were in that situation in the first place. Yeah, that's, that's
4: a good analysis. Absolutely, that's that's not a bad take. It's classic Lions. We're always in some but at the same s- time, shitty situation. We have this great running back room, but it's all young guys. So we're gonna get this veteran presence in there. AP, someone who can show them how to take care of their bodies, how to stay in the league for a long time.
3: <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think they actually do that, though? I, I heard this on the sure. radio today. Do you think they actually mentor? Why wouldn't they?
4: If if uh, when you get out of med school and you're working with some older doctors, don't you think they'll they'll try and you know bring you along with them? Yeah, they?
3: I guess so. I, I I guess so. They were saying like that you got to compete for the same job or something like that. But I don't think Adrian Peterson's really competing for a job at his age. I think he just gets a spot on the team. How would that mentorship go? I'm I'm just wondering
0: like what specific things they would say. I, it's it's a mentality, right?
4: So I understand they're competing, but AP is a veteran. He's a Hall of Famer. He's not getting cut. DeAndre Swift was our top draft pick from this year. He's not going anywhere. Carrion was a top pick from a couple years ago and someone who we really have a lot invested in, so he's not going anywhere. I think those three guys, I mean, maybe Bo Scarborough or anybody else who finds their way into our running back room might have something to worry about, but I think those three guys, DeAndre Swift, Carrion Johnson, AP, have nothing to worry about. They can just really be a cohesive group and kind of, you know, build off each other i hope that's how i see it
3: yeah well it they they are a very young group and adding yeah. some adding the veteran you know is definitely something it's a, it's a it's a twist to it so it'll be fun to watch them play for the lions
0: AP with a with a with a lions on his helmet. Come on, he was I mean, running. I never thought he was that.
3: running pretty well last year, if I remember correctly. He, they said something like 900 yards last year or something on the Washington Redskins. Exactly.
4: He was averaging like four yards a carry last year. Yeah, on the Redskins. On or the Red on S- the the Washington football team. Yeah, sorry, sorry. The Washington <laughs> football team. Oh, canceled, canceled. <laughs> wow, but Washington's. Awful. The worst team in the league. Yeah. <laughs> and he was averaging four yards a carry. That's solid. That That or, is pretty good. Did we average four yards a carry last year? No. I'm doubt it. As it pro- We probably even? averaged negative yards <laughs> per carry.
0: <laughs> Lions first team ever to average negative yards across the season for the carry. Unbelievable. <laughs> a new record. I, I'm excited to watch him play. I, he, he's good. You can't really argue with success. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk about this Jokovic story. If we're if are you, are we done with football? Is there anything else we want to get to? I mean, there are. I mean, believe me, it, this is mostly a I guess a football show. It's starting on Thursday.
4: I would just one last thing. <laughs> go for it. Is I think we should make some predictions on how Tom Brady's going to do. Oh, and that's I like a big this a lot, story. Actually, that's a big story. Good topic. Come on, Tom Brady starting his the next leg of his career. Maybe he'll <laughs> go another 30, 40 years. I don't know. Uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they open up against the Saints this year. He's got some new weapons. I mean, this has to be the most talented team he's ever played on, right? Tom Brady has been one of those guys who hasn't always had the best talent at his skill positions. I mean, he had Randy Moss for a little bit. He had Gronk. He had Julian Edelman. He's never really had a great running back. He's never really had more than one good receiver at a time. So what do we think? Is he finally going to be? Is he finally going to break that stereotype of being a system quarterback? Is he going to live up to that goat moniker that everyone gives him?
0: I, I think Belichick was was more of an important factor than I, I, people realize it. But I think he was very important in, in his success of of putting everything together so so not perfectly, but in a way that worked for 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 Brady. Um, they they were so successful that duo and and now that it's split up and I, I get he's the head coach he's not the quarterback coach but he's still the head coach he's gonna make the ultimate decision I I don't see Tom Brady having that level of success I, I think he's gonna fall off this year I think that the the change of changing teams after being on the team for so long in twenty years twenty or nineteen years or so however long it was with New England. I think that change is something he's never gone through, and I get he's an unbelievable quarterback, best quarterback ever. And that's that's a hot, Is that a hot take? I don't know. No. Best quarterback ever. But it's a hot I, take to say otherwise. I, I don't <laughs> – I, I just – I don't know. Maybe it's just more of a, a gut instinct, but I, I think he's going to be more of a disappointment this year. He's still going to be good, but he's not going to be Tom Brady good. And like I said, maybe that's just a gut reaction, but I think there's definitely going to be a letdown in his performance this year. That's just my thought. What do you think, Zach?
3: Has anyone – I I mean, as anyone, everyone always talks about the weapons he has. He has two good wide receivers now. He, they just signed Leonard Fournette. But has anyone – the offensive line, like – It's a decent
4: offensive line.
3: Is it? I've heard it's awful. Were they good last year? All I remember is uh, from last oh, year – Oh, they are bad. Yeah. Was. <laughs>
4: maybe I heard they improved. I, I – I remember seeing a positive adjective to describe their offensive
3: line. <laughs> I can't remember if it was improved or. And maybe there's some coaching involved that um, that Tom Brady can be a part of there, but I I think that it it the offensive line is going to be a big factor because plus he's not mobile. Like at least uh, what was it? Winston was that what's his name was Jameis Jameis yeah Jameis Seamus Jameis was there before and at least he was uh, younger and maybe a little more mobile than Brady will be so. Um, I mean, we'll see. I, I think that it, he won't be bad this year just because of the weapons he has around him and the potential that that team has. But I think even if he's good, the defense is bad too. So Tampa Bay may still be. Back in
0: 82, I used to be able to throw pigskin a pigskin quarter mile. It's Tom Brady talking about his golden years when he was <laughs> I, really good.
4: So I, I kind of agree that I think Tom Brady's going to fall off a little bit. However, just to play devil's advocate, I think he's fired up. I think he wants to prove that it wasn't just Belichick. And I know most people do put him in that goat category. A lot of people do, but I think deserved. But I think to Tom Brady, he still has that chip on his shoulder. People saying it's not you, it's Belichick. Even if there's one person in the room saying that, Tom Brady's fired up about it. He's just that kind of competitor. You know, they didn't get along at the very end. I mean, from from
0: what, everything I've seen in in the stories and listened to and heard it sounds like they really were kind of bickering and and didn't really see eye to eye anymore and that was probably one of the
4: reasons why he left yeah maybe but i think he's gonna be fired up he's gonna want to have his best year ever i'm not saying he's going to but that's what tom brady wants to do could he be the mvp this year
3: who's better uh odds to get the mvp brady or or stafford i think brady has enough hype behind him that it he would have much better odds. I'm not talking about the hype. I'm just talking about from performance-wise. I I think that the MVP... Has a certain amount, like it, it's yeah, not all just tr- like yeah,
0: it's not all stats. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to have popularity. S- yeah, sometimes. you have to have
3: some clout behind your name. Exactly. We'll see what it's going to be fun to watch. I'm I'm pumped to
0: see him in in that different uniform. It's just going to be weird.
4: I'll start watching Tampa Bay Buccaneers games.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: that's for sure. <laughs> and I, mean, I think they're going to get a lot of national broadcast uh, Tampa Bay games this year for yeah. sure. There's I mean, I never watched the Bucks, but I definitely wow. will now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, best thing that can happen for that team. They should sell it now. Well, the bidding's high. <laughs> most popular team in the entire country um did you guys see um novik djokovic uh shoot the tennis
4: ball at the line judge i didn't see it but you, you did see tell- the video? you were telling me about it and that,
0: that <laughs> was that
4: was unfortunate well
0: what here's what happened so the u.s opens going on in tennis for people who probably don't know i love watching the u.s open i've been watching every day i think it's exciting uh, Sophia Kennan lost last night in the uh, round of 16, which is unfortunate. The American female who is ranked number two in the world, she won the Australian Open, uh, the past Australian Open. She's really good, but she lost unfortunately in two sets. But anyway, um, it was on uh, it was on Sunday. Djokovic uh, went down six to five in the first set, six to five games, and just in frustration after the after he lost that game, he just. Dropped the ball, shot it against the wall, just you know, trying to get a little frustration out. He 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 does that, but this time it went right to the neck of a line judge standing behind the court, knocked her down. She's she's screaming like the uh like the grape lady smashing grapes <laughs> ten years ago in the news story who fell off the little uh, platform there, and she just four people attended to her. It was just like an incredibly serious situation. Which, I mean, you know. It's a, it's a tennis ball. It wasn't hit super hard. It did hit her in the neck, did but he, he hit, they were wait. really attending to her, like Lincoln being shot at the theater. <laughs> just all these people around her, surrounding her, making sure she's okay, and she finally walked off the court. D- did
3: he – Did it bounced off the wall first. No, really-
0: no, he, he, he just hits it. Hits her right in the neck. Oh,
3: it was no. perfectly –
0: it was an accident, but, it. I mean, it was just dead on. Just dead on. Right. It's, I mean, she's standing at the wall and just, boop, and so no they, reflexes. So they either. gave
3: him the boot for that?
0: Yeah, they gave him the boot. I mean, I guess it's a rule – that you know he has to leave because he hits somebody, and that's that's one of the rules for for a Grand Slam tournament in tennis. But now uh, the line judge is getting death threats from people who are Djokovic oh fans. Okay, are death threats the new "I'm gonna kick your ass"? It seems <laughs> like whenever somebody does something that people don't like. But the line judge didn't even do anything. She's just standing there. I mean, she did have very slow reflexes. I think she may could work on that, but. Death threats! I, I swear to God, everything on Twitter is just death threats and death threats. It's it's unbelievably uncalled for. It's it's crazy. I so don't... so Jokovic had to come out and tell people, hey, you know, stop saying this to her. You know, be a <laughs> little more supportive and caring. But of course. Jokovic fans are pissed at her. Why did she collapse? This is ridiculous. She didn't have to leave. I think I think a big reason why Jokovic was kicked out was because that the line judge was taken off the court and you know, not able to continue yeah, doing her it, job. It's kind
3: of a graphic scene to get hit in the neck with a tennis ball, especially if she was uh, so upset about it, or in pain, sorry, excuse me.
0: Maybe it, it was more emotionally upset. I don't know. It could have been it's I mean, scarring. it was a tennis
4: ball. It wasn't hit that hard, and she was just standing there. She didn't see it coming. I know, but if you're a professional athlete, you need to not have a temper tantrum to the level that you injure someone else. Oh, trust me. I,
0: no, Jokovic fucked up big time. He shouldn't have done that at all.
4: Um, I, and the death threats are just ridiculously, oh, the death, the death threats. it's crazy. Who does that? I don't understand why people need to be so serious. I I understand you can be upset that your favorite tennis player isn't playing in the match anymore, but just admit he did something wrong and kind of move on. Like, all right, I'll see him in the next tournament.
0: Most of the responses um, sided with Jokovic, with one calling the lineswoman
4: a better flopper than Reggie Miller.
0: (laughs) Others pointed out she hadn't taken evasive action and that Jokovic didn't mean to hurt her on her now-deleted Instagram account. Oh, wow, she's deleted social media. Wow, that's big. That's big. (sighs) There was at least one death threat, according to multiple reports. Particularly cruel were comments that she would soon join her adult son, who died in a bicycle accident. Wow. Oh, my God. Never mind that there was no question that's what awful. Djokovic's punishment would be. There was no debate that he was going to get kicked out. It was going to happen one way or another. But, uh, yeah, that's... Uh,
4: that's ridiculous. That's, that's disgusting. crazy. Come on, people. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, jeez.
0: The Lions woman was examined by medical personnel and worked no matches Monday, recovering in her hotel. I hope she's doing okay. I think she is. I didn't know
3: tennis had such a cult following like that. Well, every sport
0: does. I like watching tennis. Am I the only one here that would you flip on a tennis match if you're watching? If Rafael Nadal's playing or Djokovic or Federer or something or Serena? No. You, you wouldn't, you're flipping to the channels and you wouldn't stop?
3: I honestly, no, I honestly don't care if Alex, it's on
4: you ever watch a tennis match i watch the like the semifinals or the finals of of the major tournaments but i don't watch much no
0: majors going on right now u.s open i know i'm not championships watching. coming up this weekend there's
4: too much sports on right now
0: I <laughs> are we being overloaded with sports or is our tolerance just way too low yeah.
4: well so i think our tolerance had is had way too we low we had so long without any sports and now we're just getting flooded with it that it's really tough you know i've you know, made other plans and have other things that I'm doing at this time. So that when i sit down to watch sports, you know, I want to just choose like one game to watch, not the three that are on that night plus, you know, four in a different sport or something like that. And I've been really trying to watch the uh, NBA playoffs right now. LeBron is incredible. Jimmy Butler is incredible right now. The Bucks are about to get beat, and they're the number one overall seed. They're about to lose tonight because Giannis is out. With is his, he really? Yeah, ankle injury, I think. Wow, that's wild. Yep. So, Heat are gonna blow the Bucks mm-hmm. out, four to one. My prediction. We'll see if it happens tonight. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Yeah. It's not that hot. I've seen it before. We need a hot take sounder. We do. <laughs> so, I I have not uh, been following tennis because I've also been watching a lot of golf lately. Oh yeah, a lot of golf. Oh yeah. I watched Dustin Johnson win the uh, DJ. Yeah, the FedEx Championship. It's too good. Now do too you, good. Do, do, speaking of golf, just if we can go off on a tangent real quick. Well, um, if you want to go to the bathroom, Zach, feel free. We're gonna be talking golf for the next five
3: minutes. Or oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I was, I was watching the other day. I was watching my what? man Ram. Well, really? Well, we had well, Ram, Rom. John oh, sorry, Rom. Rom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bathroom's still right there. <laughs> I'm, kid- I'm, surprised. That I'll was just, pretty. Good. Did you enjoy it? I was just like, well, I, so I had, I had some uh, invest into it. So I had, uh, I had, we, we each got a player for our fantasy football league, and depending on how they finished, was your slot in the draft right? That's so, true. Yeah, yeah. So I got Rom. That's how you say his name, right? Rom. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And if I remember correctly, he was down, like, he was down a ton, right? And then he came back and he ended up winning and he uh, went into overtime with Dustin Johnson and they both had some monster putts to stay in it. Yeah, this was two weeks ago. That yeah, was, that was
0: a l- little, yeah, two weekends ago. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
3: so I, it, was
4: a good, it was a good match. So you didn't w- watch the FedEx Championship? No. This, uh... This weekend, where Dustin Johnson won a fifteen million dollar prize.
3: Oh, did he actually win this weekend? Yes, good for him. So
0: you only watch because of the uh, fantasy football implications. You never would have watched otherwise. Yeah, but it
3: was still really entertaining. They, just, has this changed ocean. your tune, and maybe you'll start watching more golf well, after this experience? A, a big factor is that I don't have cable at my apartment, so oh. it's not really. I mean, I can. Are you doing okay? Is everything okay? Are Are, are, are you okay? Well, let's just say the lights are still on, <laughs> and, and leave God. it at that. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh my. He's on a student budget. Give him a break. (laughs) Cable. My God. I'd rather
0: live in a box. (laughs) No cable, please. I don't know. I'm one of those guys who, I I get how everyone's cutting the cord, and it makes sense because there's so many streaming services, and there's still ways to get live TV, but there's something about just sitting down with a remote, one remote, and just flipping it on, the TV guide, it's all right there in front of you. You can search. You got everything there. You got your DVR. It's just... I don't know. The convenience of cable is something I would not want to live without. I'll I'll pay whatever it
3: costs. Just just whatever whatever it is. For for sports and news, I'd say that cable is way better, but I mean, I don't I I do watch sports obviously, but I don't at news, I don't flip it on very often. I can get my games either at my parents' house or in in questionable methods. So, hey <laughs> <laughs> I personally watch Hulu
4: Live. Hulu Live is great. Is it, it Hulu has Live? All, yeah, it has all my local channels, all the national channels, sports, news, everything. Please advertise with us. <laughs> we're, we're we're begging you. <laughs> Hulu Live has sports.
0: Wow, <laughs> amazing. Who would have guessed? God, if they get a big surge in subscriptions this week, we'll know why.
4: But what I wanted, to, what I wanted, <laughs> what I wanted to ask was: Do you find it weird that they just had the FedEx Playoff this past week, and the U.S. Open is? This next week, next week, right? Well, it's just not this weekend, but next weekend, right? It was just because of the weird year, everything was right, pushed but the back. Fe- they had the FedEx playoff, yeah, and then they continue the season.
0: Well, is this is this still part of this season? You know what I mean? Is this is this still part the of the U.S. Se- Open? Yeah, or, or I, I, it's weird because like the new season starts at a different time this year, and I'm not sure when that date is. So I, I don't know. Is the new season starting? Is, I mean the, the FedEx that's the that's the end of the season, right? Right. I So yeah, that's a good point. How are they doing it?
4: Or are they starting a new season now? Is the season starting over? Well, they didn't have a US Open or a Masters yeah, this season. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? And those are big events for FedEx points. So did they just finish the season without having those events and now these events that are coming up are going to no be idea. part of next year? Who knows? Because nobody I don't think anybody knows. Because they already had some majors this year. They had the uh they had the uh, PGA Championship. Yeah, they did. They did. Right, so they already had one major this year, and they canceled the the Open, the Open Championship, the British Open.
0: Okay, you're getting you're getting things confused. Um, the uh, gosh, the Masters are coming up in November.
4: No, but the U.S. Open starts next weekend. U.S. Open oh yeah, golf. you're right. You're right. You're right. But they're still going to have the Masters in November. The middle of November. Yeah, uh, the weekend. Who knows? What a weird year. The weekend leading up to the election, I think. Halloween weekend.
0: The uh the which one? The Masters? Yeah, I believe so. How, no, 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 no. November 12th through 15th. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. After everything settled down.
4: Oh, I thought it was my birthday weekend. <laughs> I pretty... guess I guess not.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Not going to watch the Masters on your birthday. I apologize. Um <laughs> no one knows what's going on this year. It's 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 really weird um this this big story about the wildfire in California it's it's now 10,000 acres of uh, of fire, which is, which is horrible. and um you know it's it's obviously big news right now, but it started from of all things, a gender reveal party gone wrong sets ablaze
4: half of California. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Here's my question. How can you have a gender reveal party when the baby doesn't know its own gender yet?
3: <laughs> you know, Alex, that is the most intelligent thing I think you've ever said on this show ever. Oh my God, that's a
0: great point! I think gender reveals part, <laughs> they should be canceled. I am the smart. I am the smart. I am the smart. I am <laughs> smart. S M R T. I mean S M A R T. Alex, with the hot take right there. He's
3: kind very kind of, smart. What do you it's mean, kind of hot funny. Take? It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's
0: hilarious. It's hilarious. But uh, first of all, yeah, you're right. Gender Reveals Party, they, they should be canceled because, you know, they need that's to not very
4: PC of the parents to decide what their kid's gender I is. I agree. I agree.
0: And it's also the most ridiculous practice oh, yeah. that emerged out of social media influencers trying to gain a little more clout. So I'm going to have a party, and we're, I'm pregnant. He knocked me up. We're going to tell you what the baby's going to be <laughs> and this big blowout, but it's all about me. That's what this whole thing is. It's all about me. The whole party is for me, and you're going to know my baby has a penis or a vagina in a few minutes by this
3: big explosion. And we're going to light half the state of California on fire yeah. in the meantime. All part- But the the Insta post
4: is great. Oh, it's worth it. I got 75 likes.
3: (laughs)
0: Um, What does it say now? It's 16% contained as of today.
3: 16%. Which is nothing. The
0: fire officials say it's one of the most dangerous fires they've seen in the area. It was caused Uh. by a quote-unquote smoke-generating pyrotechnic device, a very vague term. That could be anything. Used at a party on Saturday morning
3: in El Dorado Ranch Park in Yukiapa. Did you, About did, seventy miles east of Los Angeles. Did you see how much money they're fined? Like as of right now, is I, that in that story? I want them. I
0: want them thrown in the uh, thrown in prison. I want the book thrown at them. The last thing I heard was like eight million
3: dollars they're fined or wow. something like that for oh this. My God,
0: wow. that, I don't think that's enough. I, I think mean, it should be more.
3: If you
4: were so negligent with whatever your oh, party God. favor is, you should absolutely go to jail. Oh yeah, throw the book at them. I mean, they're done. You, you've started this
0: fire. In California that's burning over 10,000 acres because you wanted to have a little more clicks on your social media page. You know what? No more babies for you. No more social media for you. No more freedom for you. You're, you're done. You're, you're done. Bye-bye. That's now, it.
4: Now, imagine that that baby is going to get born into a world where their parents <laughs> just committed an at- atrocity, basically, <laughs> or were just at least reckless. What
0: if, you <laughs> can you imagine the baby growing up realizing that Wow, my gender reveal was the cause of this fire. <laughs> what if what if the baby doesn't even choose that gender? Who knows? It could be all for a waste. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean,
3: what a waste of time! Their parents are gonna be out of eight million dollars. You're gonna like have to claim bankruptcy. I mean, how do you even pay that? Yeah,
0: look at the. Did you see the picture of it? Look at the picture.
3: Oh, I
0: don't want to knock over the water. Yeah. Look, it's just a big blue explosion. So I guess I guess the baby has a penis. Congratulations. <laughs> All the social media followers were, will know that now. It's, yeah, it's did great. they get it on they the got, gram?
3: That's the important part, right?
0: They better. <laughs> it was a gender reveal party. Of course it's on the gram. <laughs> I don't think you can have one without it being on any type of social media platform. It has to be. That's one of the
1: rules yeah, of gender reveal parties. parties
3: what, a, what a shame it would be if they blew up, burned down half the state of California, and they didn't even get the picture. Yeah, they didn't even get it on the gram. <laughs>
4: you know what? They should be forced to remove that post from their Instagram.
3: That should be part of the legal
4: repercussions. You're no longer allowed to get these likes. No, yeah, no
0: more, no more social media for you. You're done. You're absolutely done. No more followers. No, n- none, none. But <laughs> this is this is from the the story here on CNN from today. It says this is not the first time that a gender reveal has started a fire. In 2017, an off-duty U.S. Border Patrol agent shot a high-powered rifle at a target packed with an explosive as part of a gender reveal, igniting a fire in Arizona that grew to nearly 47,000 acres and caused more than $8 million in
3: damage. Oh, my God. Um, But was it a boy or a girl? It doesn't say. Oh,
0: no. What kind of ridiculous story is this?
3: Did they at least put how many likes they got? No, they didn't do that either.
0: what a waste. Forget it. But he pleaded. Okay. In that case where there was 47,000 acres burned, he pleaded guilty in 2018 to a misdemeanor was sentenced to five years probation in order to pay almost $8.2 million in restitution. Jesus. That's nothing. He got off easy. $8.2
3: million. How do you pay that on like a normal like day job? He'll be writing checks his whole life. Yeah, that kid will be writing checks his whole life for his <laughs> own gender reveal party. You know,
0: your father wants to do something special for you, but it kind of didn't go so well. So you're gonna have to be to pay in all your paychecks to this uh, this uh, this group here for all the damage that your father called. I'm sorry, but he can't afford it. He's a deadbeat now. So you too know, bad. I don't
3: think. I, but at maybe, least we
0: know what gender you were before you popped out a few months early. Thank
3: maybe, God. Maybe it's just the age we're at, but I I, I haven't seen any. Gender reveal parties that have, or parties that have been serious, like on my Instagram feed. Most of them are like them gone wrong, where like the the the, the guys like getting a baseball pitched at him and he gets hit in the nuts or something like that. <laughs> I think that's just because you oh. see it on your Instagram page. <laughs> or, that's why it gets likes because it
0: goes wrong,
3: or it's like the wrong gender and the parent is all disappointed afterward or something like
4: that. <laughs> Mostly the dad being
0: disappointed
4: <laughs> it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> or the little, like the older
0: brother, or the older sister who wanted, oh, I'm gonna get a baby brother, and then oh, it's a girl, and then it just pout, pouting face, <laughs> just this three year old, just stop off. <laughs> God, I can't believe
1: it, a girl, gross, <laughs> I hate girls. Ugh.
0: It's that's why we see them on their Instagram on our Instagram pages though because they've gone wrong and I guess those are the ones that get the most likes and most attention. <laughs> yeah.
4: You know what? You should be thankful that none of our <laughs> friends have babies yet. Oh, God. Yeah, thank
0: God. If any one of our friends has a baby and a gender reveal party associated with that baby, I don't know if I can be friends with them anymore. Oh, would, absolutely not. It would be difficult to go on. Oh yeah. It'd be a big challenge for them to have to do this for their Instagram followers and then. To continue a friendship? And then every time... I, asking a
4: lot. Every time I look them in the eye, I have to think about that <laughs> giant blue or pink cloud of smoke <laughs> that lit half of Michigan on fire. Oh, I guess we just don't have Downriver anymore. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, some had a big gender reveal party. It went wrong right by the nuclear power plant. It's crazy. This big explosion happened at Fermi. So
4: you know, it's who just, could have guessed? <laughs>
0: but they got a lot of clicks. So you know, it's kind of a win. It's kind of a you know, it's it's a it's a uh, tough situation, bittersweet as they say. <laughs> um, speaking of a lot of money, um, Dr. Dre's estranged wife, who I don't think they've actually officially divorced, but they're filing for divorce. And she is trying to justify a $2 million monthly spousal support from this divorce.
3: Isn't that crazy?
0: I I think she has a spending problem. She may need to go to therapy for the amount she spends. $2 million? Uh, Dr. Dre's estranged wife claims in legal documents... Uh, Dr. Dre was violent with her in the past, and she also ticked off why she needs nearly $2 million a month in temporary spousal support while their divorce winds its way through the legal system, and the expenses that she lists are eye-popping. This is Nicole Young, by the way. Let's Uh, hear it. uh, I want to hear it. The exact (laughs) amount is $1,936,399 to cover her expenses. Here's the breakdown. How much do you think laundry and cleaning would cost per month? Per month. These are all per month. For me, at least five, $6,000. Well, that's nowhere near what Nicola Young wants. She wants $10,000 a month for laundry and cleaning. Clothes, $135,000 per month on clothing. I, I should get into the clothing business Wait, and do it. It I'll do it. I'll do it for half that. 135000 For clothes. Where, where is she shopping? I don't that, know. For, for for clothes that are that much money.
3: W- what, what is this? I don't know. I got to talk to her. I'll do it for her. That's, that's still, what is that? That's still 5%, right, of what her monthly budget or whatever?
0: Yeah, it's not over yet. Believe me, it's not over. Uh, education, $60,000 a month. Education. I don't know. What what does that even mean? Is she going to school?
3: <laughs> for
0: her kids who, her, for her kids. Dre's kids are not
3: young anymore. Aren't they in their early 20s? Yeah, so, I'm not sure. A I month, sixty thousand dollars a month for can education. Somebody, can
0: somebody look up the kids that, that Nicole Young and Dr. Dre have and how old they are? If somebody has the internet open, um, education. Like I said, sixty thousand a month. She's getting ripped off. Some universities really taking her for a ride. That's what she needs. <laughs>
3: like holy shit.
0: Entertainment, <laughs> nine hundred thousand dollars every month for entertainment. I, I'd love to know what she's doing as an inter- that, What is that? Um, how,
4: how much per day is that? 900,000 a month. Yeah. That's 30,000 a day. What, what, is th- a <laughs> what is
1: she doing for bad purchase here? What is
0: she doing for $30,000 a day on entertainment? That's unbelievable. Um charitable Netflix contra- is
3: 10,000 or $10 a month,
0: like, yeah, right? That's what <laughs> you need. God, she's again, she's getting taken for a ride. Uh charitable contributions, $125,000 a month. This is part of her spousal support. So she's getting spousal support to donate to charity and get the write off.
4: How, how does that make sense? It's 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 Dre's money. It doesn't make sense. It's it's part of her lifestyle, I guess. <sighs> oh, it's Atte- p- attending those galas for, you know, getting for her clout, right? D- getting things named after her. <laughs> by well. the way, I I so Dre has 5 kids by How the way. many with Nicole Young? Oh,
0: I don't know oh. <sighs> Oh, oh, it's got to say. Are you on Wikipedia? Maybe go to Nicole Young's. Yeah, how many kids did, does she have with Dr. Dre? Uh, mortgage. $100,000 a month for the mortgage.
4: Okay.
3: Uh, Nicole Young has two.
4: If she has so much money, how she old should are pay they? cash.
3: How old are they? <laughs> uh, 23 and 19. Okay, so she needs $60,000
0: a month for education. I guess it's for her kids. I don't think she's going to college.
4: I mean, they could be in college or graduate school, but even then, 60000 a month...
3: That's not, that's not even a semester. Like, at the most expensive school, that's probably, like, most of your semester.
4: Uh, telephone,
0: cell phone,
3: and email, $20,000 a
0: month. I think we need to tell her that email is free and she doesn't have to pay for it. She's obviously getting taken for a ride by some email server that's charging her money to use this. Sir, yeah, Nicole, you're gonna have to charge. Uh, you know, it's not bad. I'm getting you a great deal. I'll give you it for five thousand dollars a month to run this email. It'll be. It's a great
4: deal. Believe me. Oh my! God. I think that one's the most believable though, just because. Have you seen some of those Verizon bills? I mean, oh my! Goodness. <laughs> Yeah, they'll fuck it up and say that you've been on the
0: on the uh, on your data is overcharged by like a hundred gigabytes and you owe ten thousand dollars this month. Jeez. All in all, she says she actually has a monthly nut of two. Excuse point, me? What did you just say? She has a monthly nut of two point five <laughs> million dollars. It actually says nut. Mm, in the story, in the TMZ story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my. I,
0: I think what she's trying to do is just try to put out a ridiculous amount and see if she can get it cut in half maybe or i mean even if she gets half of everything that'd be a lot she's just trying to go all out as much as she can she it, it, didn't they have a prenup well in her documents nicole goes into detail about the prenup she signed using the gun to the head metaphor just before their wedding but she also said that dre ripped it up several years into the marriage although he denies it at stake as much as a billion dollars he's worth about 900 million dollars
3: he's i mean
0: it's amazing okay, how much Dr. Dre is worth.
3: Yeah, but he, she wants $20 million a month? That's like... No, no,
0: no, no. No, she, no, no, no. no. Uh, like $2 million a month.
3: Oh, oh okay. only $2 million
4: a
0: month. Okay. <laughs> a month! A month! No, no,
4: it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. I'm being ridiculous. sarcastic.
0: But do you think... Uh, t- t- she says... Well, Dre ripped it up a few years into the marriage, so it's, it's just null and void. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure their lawyer ripped it up, too. <laughs> the copy that he had is totally shredded, so it just oh my doesn't. God. Nicole said things really fell apart April 1st, claiming Dre was intoxicated at their West L.A. home when he started yelling at her, Fuck you! Fuck you! Get the fuck out! Go to Malibu! So go to his other home in Malibu. So I guess he's kicking out of her, her his home in West L.A. and ordering her to go to their home in Malibu. Zone. Oh darn! It's a rough life. Oh boy! What a ridiculous story. Um, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How's your draft, guys? Go- going? Any other? Uh,
4: improvements? It's almost. It's almost over. Is it so done? We're in the. We're in the boring rounds right now. Yeah. You start picking up backup quarterbacks and Ugh. get your kicker and your defense set. This is you get
3: the. You get the wild picks now, like the ones that that could burst or like you know if they they have a they have good potential, good upside. I want to get to um
0: the stakes because we got to close the show with that. But there was one video that I wanted to play for you guys that's really funny. Um, do you want to bring it up the uh, the the boneless wing thing? Yeah,
4: I don't think it needs much introduction. But I got the video queued up. A, too. a Nebraska man he he went to a city council meeting and he had a very interesting pitch to make. I think that's that's the only all the intro it needs why don't you play it? it's it's fantastic roll the audio roll roll tape roll, roll tape. Roll tape. Tease.
1: lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country we have been
2: ca- oh no god
1: oh, casually man. ignoring a problem oh. that has gotten so out of control that our children are ca- throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as as though they're normal I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) I propose that we, as a city, remove the. Excuse me, I'm trying to. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. (laughs) I propose that we, as a city, remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. (laughs) These are our reasons why. Number one. Nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. That's a we great point. We would be point. disgusted He's if right. a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. <laughs> and number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. Yeah. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair.
3: It's just what's expected.
1: And then number three. We need to raise our children better our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat that's where meat comes from it grows on bones (laughs) we need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious it is delicious i propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of lincoln we can call them buffalo style chicken tenders <laughs> we can call them wet tenders oh. we can call them saucy nugs or trash <laughs> saucy nugs we can take these steps or and trash show the country the trash. that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long and we know it because we feel it in our bones <laughs> thank you Andrew. thank you empowering thank you. Oh. there's there's all of six people at the city council meeting so so poorly
4: attended but yeah that's that's perfect that's so funny i i can't agree more Stop calling them boneless wings. They're really not. They're chicken nuggets that are tossed in some sauce. I mean, really, is there a difference between boneless wings and chicken nuggets? But or there or were... tenders?
3: Yeah, t- well, tenders just cut into, like, I four think, pieces. I think you can call them chicken tenders, but chicken nuggets are, like, the the dinosaur shapes that your mom pulled out of the oven when <laughs> you were, like, five. True, true. Chicken nuggets are, like...
0: <laughs> How about chicken tender Almost minis? Like... Mini chicken tenders.
3: Is there is there something right? shameful about eating a chicken tender? Yeah, a boneless chicken wing. Is that a kids food? I don't think so. I don't th- I'll order chicken tenders sometimes.
4: Not at a chicken
3: restaurant, right? Really. Chicken
0: tenders is a kids
3: food. Oh yeah. But like a boneless no. chicken wing, is that is that is, is that, that shameful?
0: Well, yeah, it, it's not is it's not as masculine.
4: What as about, a what, about wing? what about wings over? Wings over is just chicken tenders tossed in sauce. They're boneless wings. Well, <laughs>
0: they're he's like he's probably pissed at them for their name full, they're, they're full-sized full tenders and, this is making me really and
4: angry and those way. are my my favorite wings well, from the back and ch- back in east lansing right? wings wings did you just call them wings oh. they're not wings you're right sorry they're oh. not wings so you're gonna get you are gonna get his my, pissed again my favorite saucy tenders <laughs> 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 saucy nose. <nugs. laughs>
0: no it's true it is it is more of a uh, a childish form of chicken but no he's right he's absolutely right it's it was a funny clip yeah <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> no, very good. But um
4: keep it on the food train.
0: Yeah. Meat food grows train. on bones, right? Oh, meat yeah. Does grow. Wait, wait, let's What talk about some s- meat? What about steaks? Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I, I, I want to do one more thing before I get to the steaks. Oh. One more thing. One more thing. I got to play this clip. This is really funny. Um this uh this plane in Hawaii caught on fire as it was landing. And it was a it was a crazy scene. Um there was a it was a kind of a close call. I don't think anything bad happened, but it was a 767 just taken off from Hickman Air Force Base in Honolulu when one of its two enormous engines caught fire. there are two videos chronicling the emergency um everyone was okay. It was uh one from inside the cabin and one from the ground where the where the, where the two videos were from but um let's see I, no one was injured. Which is good, but there was some great commentary uh, from somebody recording the video uh, from their apartment building, and um, it sounded like an explosion started spitting out flames from the engine, and uh, it's it's just. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah.
3: Oh my god!
1: Oh my god! Is it gonna crash? It looks like it went around.
3: Is it oh in the air god. right now? Yeah. Did you just see the fire come yeah. out of it?
4: Oh. Thank God, I was in my
3: room. I have the chills.
0: That is so scary. Great commentary. <laughs> that it, it, was, it was kind of a wild scene, um, but nobody was injured, thankfully, but uh, I, I had to play that guy. <laughs> very well done. Very well done. Props to you. But uh, steaks. I'll get to steaks. I could use a steak right now. That sounds really good. We've been eating a lot of steak lately. Yeah, we have. Well, it's, it's all for show prep. I mean, exactly. it's, it's, it's all part of the business. All right. You got to gotta do your part. So we've been teasing the best steaks you can get in the state of Michigan. And this could be from a restaurant. It could be from a butcher. It could be from anywhere. You know, you could cook it yourself, whatever it may be. But uh, we're trying to figure that out. Uh, like I said, I'm a foodie, I guess. I'm a steak snob, I guess. That's what people say. I, If, if I'm going to eat a steak, it's got to be good. I'm not going to eat a subpar steak. What a waste. I'd rather have uh mini chicken tenders or saucy nugs, whatever saucy it is.
3: Saucy nugs.
0: I mean, I just want something, but if I'm getting a steak, I want a good one. So we're trying to come up with a list of where you think you can get the best steak in the state of Michigan. But you went on um,
4: your UP trip a couple weeks back and you had a few. Yes. Well, I had, I had two. So, yeah. so what kind of brought this up was there's an Live article, the top, steaks in michigan
0: right by the way shout out to MLive who does the top whatever in the michigan in michigan they do a really good
4: job it's yeah it's a really really great resource to have especially when you're traveling and looking for for a certain type of food so so i went on their list and i was looking for some good steaks up in the up where we were traveling and elizabeth steakhouse or elizabeth chop house excuse me located in marquette was on their list it was number three and it was really really hyped up and to be honest I wasn't a big fan. I didn't think it deserved the hype. Oh, no. I thought it was very overrated. I thought they were the fanciest restaurant in the UP. I don't think they were the best steak. It was a very good steak, don't get me wrong, but it didn't blow me away. Well <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. No, I, I, I've never been
0: there. I'd love to go. I go through Marquette, but after the way you describe it, I'm not sure anymore.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> It wasn't that bad, I guess. But the, the place that the list was hyping it, I did read through the list a little bit. I don't have much of a take on stakes here, probably the least out of all you guys. But, <laughs> but I, the, the list was really hyping up this place. So, And if for it to be the top 10 in Michigan, it, like, it must be at least pretty respected how how was the dining experience it was wonderful
4: the service was fantastic the presentation on the plates was wonderful isn't
3: this the place that gave you the caesar salad but it was the it was an it was an entire leaf of lettuce or something like that
4: yeah so it's it's a technique that max just recently told me is common when you grill the caesar salad this was not a grilled caesar so it's a little bit weird where you just take the whole i don't even know what you'd call it. it's not a head at that point a stalk a stem a stalk of romaine sure a huge leaf of lettuce a big stalk of romaine and so they they took a big hunk of it and (laughs) they shoved one end in a bread roll which is a little bit weird draped an anchovy over the bread roll and then drizzled the caesar dressing and the croutons on top of this lettuce so i had to chop it and mix it myself basically so it was stuck in a in a
3: ball of bread yeah
4: and there was also croutons
0: Yes,
3: I believe so. Interesting. This is, the most, this is the most shameful excuse for a salad I've ever heard. It was delicious. It was delicious, but so pretent- unnece- it was unnecessary. It's yeah, also pretentious they, probably, right? Why didn't they just <laughs> hand you a bowl and some chopped up lettuce and there, there you go. You could have tasted the same but had a uh, a much easier eating experience. Yeah, yeah. You
0: can't put that picture on uh, social media. It's boring.
1: <laughs> you need something different.
0: <laughs> this picture I saw, oh, it was very different. But I don't think the eating experience was as good as a nice chop salad. No, this place <laughs> was very
4: into presentation. It was a little upsetting. So, <laughs> so where did you have a better steak? I had a better steak on Mackinac Ooh. at a place called 1852 Grill Room. It's in the interesting. Uh, it's in the Island House Hotel, uh, beautiful hotel, Be- beautiful get? restaurant. Uh, I got their special. It was a fillet with grilled asparagus and whipped mashed potatoes, and it was whip. I'm, not, I'm usually not a filet guy. I usually go for a New York strip. That's my favorite cut of meat. It is. But I was I was feeling a filet that night, and it was on. It was a special, special the night. I wasn't about to argue with their chef, and it was <laughs> it was delicious. You were thinking about it.
0: Though. I I love. Bring getting, the chef out here. I'd like to have a conversation with him before I place my order.
4: <laughs> is this really that good? Or are you just trying to get rid of him? I I do love uh, getting the specials at restaurants. So do I. I I just I like to. Uh, you know, I, I, trust, I trust the chef. Sure. I, I trust the restaurant to make the best decision for me. They know what's good. They know what's good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I will say that ribeye is usually my go-to. I'm mostly a ribeye guy. I do like strips. Honestly, filet might be third. Um, I I mean, if you want to throw like Porterhouse and, and T-Bone in there, I mean, all that is is a, is a New York strip and a filet. So, you know, if you want to compare that as a cut, whatever. No, no. But I think the main cuts really are a ribeye, New York strip, and a filet. That's that's pretty much what you're going off of, unless you want to get like a sirloin steak, but pff, forget it. <laughs> Not on my watch, definitely. <laughs> um, I, I got to admit something to you guys, and I don't know if this is a good take or a bad take, but Costco and Sam's Club, in my opinion, sell some of the best meat they that you do. can get. They absolutely do. I, Zach, you've had Costco's meat or steaks or, or Sam's Club's meat, right?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have. Of course. They
0: have, first of all, a great price. USDA Choice or Prime. You can get either one. And they cut them thick. They're fresh. They taste fantastic. You season them right. You grill them right. I, I got to give Costco and Sam's, especially Sam's, I've had good luck at Sam's Club with their meat. Shout out to those guys because if you want some really good steaks— that's my recommendation. No question about right. it. Right. And
4: that's not even Detroit specific because you can yeah. get great steaks at any Costco. Sure. Every Costco I've been to has had really good quality meat.
0: Uh, you and I went to the uh, a London Chop House last week for show research, of course. We did. Yeah. The
4: only reason we can write it off.
0: Yeah. Of a course, business of course. expense. Believe me, we're, we're not paying taxes on that. That's for sure. <laughs> but. Um, I, I've been there once before, so this was my second. And time. I had never been there. This I got the uh, the boneless ribeye, and man, it was outstanding. That That's, was
4: the, that was the best steak I've had in Detroit in the Detroit area. Really? Yes. What'd you get? I had the fillet again. Again, I'm not a fillet, fillet guy, chance. but I was I was in the mood for whatever reason. <laughs> Next time I go, I will try their strip because I'm sure it's very good. That was
0: the thickest fillet I've ever seen. It was like four inches tall. It was more
4: tall than wide. I think it was like ten inches tall.
0: <laughs> it was massive.
4: It was tough. It was like one of those giant burgers you order, except it was just all meat. All filet. All filet. Good bernet sauce, a good combo. Delicious bernets. Absolutely. The French onion was some of the best French onion I've ever had. Would you agree? I mean, yeah. you had it too, and that oh, was yeah. fantastic. There's no question fantastic about it. Fantastic French onion. London Shop House killed it. I, I, I was really... We gotta get you there, Zach.
0: Where is it? it it's right across... It's, it's right downtown. It's, uh, it's right downtown. Right by the Penobscot building. Right across from the Caucus Club no idea what i'm talking about no i don't right around down there right <laughs> around yeah you only live down there you live in midtown excuse me this is downtown it's right downtown you can't miss it it's been there forever it's a good place it's a good place i was impressed um i i still think the dac probably is the best
4: steak i've ever had really yeah you think so yeah i, I mean think so. i've enjoyed the steaks at the dac that i've had i think that's my favorite steak ever at the dac they have Creekstone farms steaks
0: dry aged yes that's the way to do it
4: it's the source of the meat is a huge, huge factor, and Creekstone Farms is one of the best.
0: They're one of the best, and the way that they grill it or cook it at the DAC for whatever, whatever they do, whatever they do to season it and cook it right, man, is it out. That's that's my favorite steak. It has to be. It really does. It's up there for me for sure. Um, the other ones that I wanted to throw out there, uh, at least for some of the best steaks in Michigan, in my opinion, I don't think you've been here before, but the top of Motor City Casino is Iridescent. I have not, but I need to. Top of the hotel. We need to go. It's it's uh. I got the uh, the bone and ribeye there and oh my god. Again, dry aged When you get a good steak, it's got that crust on it that j- I mean it, it's got such a flavorful crust, real thick chart, a good sear, and then you cut it in, it's cooked perfectly, a medium rare at least in my opinion. It's it's perfect. And the flavor at, at iridescence was was out of this world. Um, it's it's up there with London Chop House, in my opinion. I think they do an incredible job, and I'd love to go back. we got to check it out. It's another one that I want to go to again. I've been there a few times, and I've never been let down there. There's no question about it. Another place that I went to recently, this year, was the first time that I've— I, I may have been there a long time ago, but I've been Gaylord. Uh, have you heard of Benetham's? I have not. They always advertise on the highway. It's, it's one of those big billboards. It's, it's that's how a, you know it's good. It's got a shit ton of reviews, <laughs> but they're all great reviews. Yeah. That's <laughs> the, the billboard is where I – no, no, no. It's got a lot of good reviews. And um, I was there on a golf trip with, uh, with Adam and my brother and my dad, and and I tried this uh, this American Wagyu steak. Uh, I believe it was a strip, but wow. I, I got to tell you, that's up there. I drive back just to get that steak again. It was on their specials list, which as we said, we love the specials and it was perfect. No so far would drive the Benatham's Gaylord, I don't know three three hours, three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Not now, too bad. Now
4: here's something just to get a little change of pace here, that something that you probably disagree with is I know you are really a big fan of dry aged meats.
0: Love dry aged meat.
4: And <laughs> Or wet aged. I not as good, but okay. I've realized as I've tried more and more steaks that dry aged steak isn't always worth the extra cost to me. I think there's something to be said for a fresh, fresh cut of meat. That's what my
0: dad says too. Actually, yeah, he prefers that. And
4: I'm, I'm starting to realize that I probably have a cap on how aged my steak can be because you can get steaks that are, you know, 30 is pretty common, but yeah. you can get steaks that are 18 day, 30 day, 45 days, sometimes up to 65 or 70 days aged. And I'm realizing I have a cap of about 30. If it's more than 30 days aged, I just don't really want it because I would prefer to have a fresh, a fresh, juicy cut of meat rather than that kind of funky, a little bit drier, more hearty, robust meat flavor that you get on a dry-aged steak. It,
1: it,
0: it turns into like a really funky, like a blue cheese flavor. I know that sounds weird
4: when you describe Which, it, but it's true. It's good, and there's, it's something outstanding. Be, and there's something to be said for it. But I'm just saying, I think I prefer, and sometimes I'll be in the, the mood for a dry-aged steak, but there, I think I prefer a fresh, juicy cut of meat.
0: If, if I'm at a restaurant, and they have a dry-aged steak on the menu... I'm getting it 9 out of 10 times. I mean, I mean that's my thing. I, I think the flavor is unmatched. You can't get it at every single place, so it's kind of a special occasion thing. But, man, a, a dry-aged steak is just like nothing else. It's a different food, I think. I, I really think it's in a different category of food, which is, which is fine. It's still a steak, and there can be great fresh steaks and dry-aged steaks and wet-aged steaks, but a good dry-aged steak with that funky, really meaty,
4: nutty flavor...
0: It, it, it just can't be beat. It I will say it can't be beat.
4: One of the best one of the best steaks that I've had was an Allen Brothers steak. The one we got in Reno when we, oh. when we visited my uncle out in Reno. Back in high school, right? Yep. Back in no, college. No, back in college. sophomore year of college. That's right. That's right. We went and visited my uncle in Reno to do a little skiing. Yeah. And uh, we got an Allen Brothers steak, which is out of Chicago. Yeah. But why don't, why don't you tell them what Allen Brothers does that makes it special? Allen
0: Brothers is a meat distributor out of Chicago. They dry age their steaks in-house in this room with walls lined with rock salt on the walls. They have these industrial fans blowing massive wind hurricane-like hurricane-like winds in this facility while these steaks just sit there for 30 or more days hurricane winds walls made of salt just sitting there aging away and that's their trick i mean a lot of places do that i mean that's that's how you dry age it but their facility is incredible and the way they create the hurricane-like wind is is really unique so an allen brothers steak if you see it on the menu and it's dry aged a treat i know it it's sounds a
3: treat the salt hurricane sounds a little gimmicky but <laughs> oh my god is it worth it so if i if i'm going on a nice date and i need a steak what is the best bang for my buck in terms of best steak shortest drive time most accessible because i if you guys say dac no. i can't i can't go to the dac <laughs> i know the answer
0: what is it mr paul's really i think so is it now here's the thing mr paul's is my favorite restaurant that's that's for sure They don't have the best steak in the world, but they're very, very good. And I think they're mostly reasonably priced. The steaks are not in the $50, $60 range for a single— unless you get one of those Chateaubriand for two or one of the Tomahawk ribeyes that are also for two. Yeah, they're great. Those are the steaks I've had. We've had them. We've had them. They're great. But, I mean, a lot of their steaks are in the $30, $40 range. Or or less even. Yeah, they can be. It depends on the cut. But they're still outstanding steaks. Fairway Packing just uh, supplies to them. Uh, the best Caesar salad in the world, top French onion soup in the world.
3: Is it normal for them to make it right at the side of the table like yeah, that's that? Their, that's their thing. Well, no, I, Mr. Pauls does that, but does, do other restaurants do that? No, I've not heard really. of other restaurants doing that. There's
0: a couple. The Caucus Club does it downtown. Okay, I don't know of any other. There's a place in Madison Heights that does it, like at Twelve Mile and I seventy five.
3: It's like a show while you're while you're waiting right. for your dinner. Well,
0: yeah. it's cool because the, the thing about a tableside Caesar is you know the dressing is a hundred percent. Fresh, right there. It's, a Caesar dressing is like making a mayonnaise where you have to have the egg yolk, the oil, and kind of mix it up and get that consistency of like a like a mayo. I know it sounds kind of weird, but it really is. That's how the dressing is. And yeah. they're able to do that right at the table, and, and man, they do a good job. So you're going on a date. I, I still think Mr. Paul's is a winner. It's not overly pricey. You're going to get great service. It's a cool atmosphere. You could have some little good music playing, trumpet player, a little piano, piano playing. Piano, yeah. It's 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 the way it is, but... Man, it's you it can't go wrong, and I don't think you're gonna spend a fortune at Mr. Paul's. You'd spend more at London Chop House, way more at London Chop House. It is relative, but yes, yeah. There's no question. So, anyway, those are some of the best steaks that I've had. I'm trying to think if there's any other good ones that I've really had. The one thing I will say, and I have to mention this, in Toledo, I know it's not Michigan, but the past month I went to a place called Mancy's in Toledo, number one restaurant on TripAdvisor. Mancy. Mancy's. Uh, this place a hundred years old did you review them on TripAdvisor afterward? after no. i've um, never left a review on TripAdvisor. i just read them <laughs> you, you gotta pay it forward no 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 they don't want to hear my reviews they go on for pages <laughs> <laughs> one star
4: <laughs> that's a good thing
0: <laughs> mancy's in toledo had one of the best ribeyes i've ever had i was blown away blown away so if anyone's through toledo and they want a steak and they think to themselves where can i go Mancys is the place. Yeah. And I'd be willing to drive there just for that steak. There's no question about that one for sure. How about Copper Rock? Copper Rock's good. I, they have Ellen Brothers steaks. Um, they're, they're very good. One time I went there, was not as impressed as the other time. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's a little hit and miss. Uh, Copper Rock is the steakhouse instead of the Four Winds Casino in New Buffalo, Michigan on the west side. They also have a Copper Rock location at their South Bend location in Indiana. But their steakhouse is really good, Allen Brothers Steaks, and yeah, I agree. Some of the best steak I've had, best French onion I've had there. Again, they have oh, a really their good French, French onion. Is
4: so good, it comes and they coat the entire bowl in cheese. <laughs> it's, it's like a ball of cheese that they bring out to your table, and really? inside is French onions. <laughs> you can't. And, beat it. and a porcelain bowl. You need to be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> right from the broiler,
0: piping hot. But yeah, the steak is really good. I'd put it up there. It's I, I wouldn't put it up there in the level of the DAC or even Iridescence or London Chophouse, House, but a solid steak for the west side of the state. State probably the best steak you can steak you can get on the west side of the state. out in my opinion, maybe I would imagine so. Yeah,
4: I'm I'm really excited to get over to this that side of the state when I finally move to try some of the places because I've oh, got yeah. I've got a list from that M Live article that I'm just dying to try.
0: The the last thing I'll mention is on um last week. I went to uh, a Ronnie's downtown at Eastern Market. Ronnie's Meats, right at the Gratiot Central Meat Market, which is a great place. Um, and uh, they're they're doing the business there. Everyone is. Have you you've been there, right? Have you have you never been there, Alex? Never. You guys would love it. I I, I always oh. went to Eastern Market. You would love it. It's just a, a, an entire warehouse filled with meat supplies. I've been there never to
4: shop though. I've walked. I've walked. Gotcha. There.
0: Anyway, Ronnie's Meats. I brought a I bought a three pound tomahawk ribeye there last week. I reverse seared it on the grill, about an hour, on the grill, about 250, 275, get the internal temp to about 110 or so, right before it's rare. Medium rare is about 135. Took it off the grill, cranked the grill up to about 550 degrees after I let the steak rest for like 10 minutes or so. Right back on the grill, uh, like five minutes aside, seared the shit out of that thing, got a real nice crust on it, cut it open, perfect medium rare, Outstanding, Ronnie. Outdid yourself. <laughs> I will be back there, Ronnie. That was my first time I've been there. I will be back for another Tomahawk steak right at Grashit Central. Loved it, couldn't be more impressed. Very happy with wow.
3: that. Wow, wow, uh, Zach. That's a pretty resounding, yeah. I, I might have to try it. I, I gotta get you. I to don't even it. have a grill.
0: <laughs> Swing on by, I'll, I'll do it for you. <laughs> believe me, believe me. But I gotta get you guys to iridescence. I think you would really love it. I, as far as my opinion. Um, top three stake in, in, in the Motor City. Wow. Well, I'd say so. But if anyone has any suggestions, send them our way. Um, CuttingOutearly.podcast at
4: gmail.com. Oh, this is my job. <laughs> go ahead. Go go cutting ahead. Out Early on Twitter. Cutting out CuttingOutearly.podcast <laughs> on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts, actually. Uh, we broadcast off anchor.fm slash cutting out early. And, uh, Anything else? Hit the outro. Right, Zach?
0: Oh, you got
4: it. You got it. We got to get out of here anyway.
0: What? We're an hour and
3: 33.
4: Our longest episode ever. Probably. Each hey, one. Some of you will enjoy that, some of you might not. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's a times two speed there at the bottom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, one and a half works okay. Not bad. You can still understand us for the most part. But, hey, you know what? Never mind. We're, forget that. We want you to listen to the whole thing <laughs> twice if you
4: can. <laughs> please
0: do. Please do. Download us. Review us on yes, iTunes. please review us. Please review us. The reviews help big time. Um, big football-heavy show today. Uh, I can't wait for this weekend.
4: I'm I pumped. am so excited. NFL yeah. football, baby. All right, score predictions for the Lions-Bears. Lions are favored by three. Zach? 24-14 uh, Lions. Wow. I'm trying to think. 1710 Bears. 17-10 Bears? Yeah. Oh, low scoring. Low scoring. I'm gonna go uh 30 to 24 lions. Really? Oh. Yep. I, I hope you guys are right. I, I want them to do well, trust me. We'll see. Well, we'll tune
0: in on Sunday. <laughs> yep. Uh see you guys next week. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.